You're listening to Redemption City Church. For more information, check us out at redemptioncitychurch.com. City Church. Uh, this is week one of a complete state stay-at-home order and uh, so last week we were able to have some folk here in the living room and um, do a little bit of worship this morning even that finds us a little more restricted but uh, as I said last week it's time for the church to arise, time for the church to be the church, time for the true church of Jesus Christ to be stand up, to stand up and be counted in our day. I want to read you a text real quick. It comes from Acts 17 and verse 26. And it goes like this. From one man, he being God, from one man, he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. That means that God, our father, has not been caught by surprise by COVID-19 or anything else that happens in our world. It also means that God in his omniscience and omnipotence chose you and I to be alive at this time and be living where we live at this time, knowing what was coming in the, in the context of the season we find ourselves in. The Bible says it like this, for such a time as this. The Bible says we are called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. What a time, friends. What a time for the church to stand up. What a time for us to be able to reach out with the gospel. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a believer. What a time to hold out the good news to people that have lost hope or those things that they built their security in are now a little bit less secure. What a time to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 says this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and the outermost parts of the earth. For us at Redemption City Church, it could sound something like this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Westminster and Broomfield and Thornton and Highlands Ranch and Brighton and on and on and on it goes wherever we have people that are that are, are living in those places. What a time to be alive. What a time to be God's chosen instrument to bring hope to people. I believe, honestly, friends, there's a reset coming to the church in this time. I believe churches are going to have to go through some reevaluating of what's really important. I've been saying for a while there's a renewing coming to the church. And renewing is different from revival. Revival is something that is just purely just God pouring himself out. We see thousands swept into the kingdom. And like many of you, I'm sure I trust God for revival. I, I would like to see another revival come to this nation. We've seen great revivals in America. And I would love to see another biblically authentic revival come to our nation again. But renewing is different from revival. Renewing is about a fresh commitment, a fresh seeking of God's people, a fresh commitment to find out the will of God. And not just the will of God, but the way of God. God's will, God's way is a renewed call for the church in our nation. It's about us seeking the will of God for our lives and our churches. And then seeking Him again and again and again. Inquiring of the Lord about how to do it in the prescribed way. What incredible times we find ourselves in, friends. We've often said that when Jesus ascended to heaven, He could have left the church with all the things that we think we need for church to be successful. Big buildings, big bucks, celebrity preachers, rock star worship leaders. He could have left all of those things. But he left something completely different for us. And he left us all that we truly need for the church to be the church that God has called it to be. He left us all we really need for us to continue to be the hope and the light of the world 
in our day. And I want to just run through a few of those things with you this morning as an encouragement. And the first thing that God left us, number one, the Holy Spirit. John 14, verse 26 to 27 goes like this, but the counselor, and I've just um, put in some words that the, that the Amplified Bible uses in that, says the counselor, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. What incredible words. What incredible words for us in our day. If they were written two weeks ago, it would feel as if they were written right now and pertinent right now to where we are going through. I remind you, friends, get in the presence of God. Get in the presence of God. Ask God to be refilled and infilled and whatever it is by the Holy Spirit, by the counselor. Let him counsel you. Let him comfort you. Let him be your advocate and your intercessor and your strengthener in this time. Second thing God left us was his word. Second Timothy 4 verse 2 says this, All scripture, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for instruction, for conviction, for correction, and for training in righteousness. And we're not focusing too much on conviction and correction at this time, but for training in righteousness so that the man or woman of God may be complete, fully equipped for every good work. With a little more time on our hands, friends, perhaps for some of us, perhaps some of us are busier. I seem to be busier in this time than ever before. But with a little bit more time on our hands, let's spend, a, let's spend some extra minutes or 30 minutes or an hour in the Word of God. Let's trust God for Him to speak to us in this time. As much as we're getting bad news everywhere else, let's get some good news from the Word of God. The third thing that Jesus left us was a priesthood. In 1 Peter, 1 Peter 2 Verse 4 and 5 says this, As you come to Him, the living stone, as you come to Him, the living stone, as you come to Jesus, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to Him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual household to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 goes on to say this, But you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. You and our friends, as part of the church of Jesus Christ, are God's special possession. None of that has anything to do with a building. None of that has anything to do with uh, a lot of the things that we feel like we need. But let me tell you, friends, as I said last week, I think I said this last week, I, I, I feel like uh, pastors have been praying for this forever. That God's people would rise up. That God's people would step in. That we would get away from a few paid professionals taking care of the body of Christ. That the body of Christ would take care of each other. 59 one another's in scripture. Love one another. Pray for one another. Bear with one another. Share with one another. This is the time, friends. In some ways being forced on us. But in some ways, this is an incredible time for us to rise up. To show the strength of, of Jesus and the strength of the local church in these days. I want to say this to you, friends, as we close. Rise up, people of God. God is always redeeming. Always redeeming. God is redeeming in this time. God is always redeeming. Always restoring. Always renewing. Always reaching out with love and mercy and grace to a world that desperately needs that. Rise up, people of God. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth. Thick darkness is over you, but the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you isaiah 60 says let's keep our eyes on jesus 
through this time the author and perfecter of our faith for he who began a good work in us will bring it to completion what an encouraging word for us this morning friends before i pray i want to i want to tell you two exciting things real quick number one um you know how we do coming to family how we bring people into the life of the church uh we've just had a coming to family and and uh, this sunday we should have been welcoming people in we're going to be able to do that um virtually we're simply going to post people's photographs and just like normal we ask the body of christ to pray i want to pray i want to encourage you when you see those people's photograph on facebook um later today we're going to be able to post those things encourage them and if you know them if you've got their phone numbers reach out to them text them tell them welcome to the family just like we would on a regular on a regular sunday morning wow wouldn't it what how how cool is that that even in this time when the church can't gather when the church can't be together people are joining and saying yes this is where we want to plant ourselves this is where we believe god has put us and this is where we are growing um, i initiated something with uh, some of my friends that pastor churches around the country and uh, sent a little encouraging video to turning point church in uh, in california and uh, kevin booth the the pastor of that church has sent us a video back just to encourage us this is a time for churches again churches to be in unity for churches to stand together for churches to encourage each other and so we're going to try and play that uh, that little clip um right after this just just incredible that we even as a local church as individuals we're not in this on our own and as a local church we're not in this on our own i want to pray for you father we love you we bless you i pray your hand of protection over your people father um, I pray for healing and wholeness. I pray for peace through this time. But I pray also, Father, that your church would rise up, that your people would rise up in this time, that they would go out with the grace of the gospel, the hope that we have in a resurrected Christ, and that nothing, Lord, nothing, nothing, nothing would ever hinder your people from worshiping you, from loving you, from loving each other, from praying for each other, Father, as we stand together in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, Redemption City Church. This is Kevin Booth coming to you from the Turning Point Church out here in glorious Southern California and the Inland Empire. We're so blessed to be able to partner with you during these times and these difficult times that we find ourselves in. We just want to encourage you. We're standing up for you. We're believing God for you. And we're praying for you earnestly during these times. I know you're doing the same for us. And we're standing with you believing that God's going to come through. Don't worry. Don't be in despair. Trust God. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and believe that He's going to direct your paths. One of the most repeated phrases in the Bible, it's almost 400 times it's recorded in the Bible, fear not. So I'm telling you right now, fear not. The Bible says He's given us, not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So stick with that, believe that, know that we're standing with you, you're not alone, and let's together trust God that he's going to turn this whole thing around, and we're going to get through this together. God bless you.